Marshall University, WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Friday, April 9th, 2021, I'm Abby Ace. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, Kremlin says that there's full-scale fighting in Ukraine's east. All on your daily source for Marshall Broadcast News, Bradley Wells will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Kristen Palmer will be in with the FM 88 sports report. The current temperature outside is a 79 degrees. To our top story, the chief county medical examiner who ruled George, Flo George Floyd's death a homicide has taken the stand at formal former officer Derek Chauvin's murder trial. Dr. Andrew Baker said Friday that he did not watch the harrowing video of the arrest before examining Floyd so that he would not be biased by what he saw. Chauvin is accused of killing Floyd by pressing his knee on or near the black man's neck for up to nine and a half minutes last May. The defense contends Chauvin was doing his duty and that Floyd died of drug use or heart disease. Caitlin Jenner is considering a run for California governor. The reality TV personality and former Olympian is consulting with Republican advisors about whether she will join the field of candidates seeking to replace Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom in a likely recall election this year. A spokesperson for the Republican Governors Association says Jenner spoke to the group's executive director about a potential run. The celebrity activist and longtime Republican would stand out in a field that so far has failed to attract a nationally known contender. Election officials are reviewing petition signatures to determine if the recall qualifies for the ballot. The Kremlin says it fears the resumption of full-scale fighting in eastern Ukraine and could take steps to protect endangered civilians there. The stark warning by Russian President Vladimir Putin's spokesman on Friday comes amid a troop building along Russia's border with Ukraine. The statement reflected the Kremlin's determination to prevent Ukraine from using force to try to reclaim control over separatist-controlled territory in the, county's east, in the country's east. Ukrainian forces and Russia-backed separatists have been fighting in eastern Ukraine since shortly after Moscow's 2014 annexation of Ukraine's Crimea Peninsula. Officials in Ukraine and in the West have raised concerns about increasingly frequent ceasefire violations as well as the Russian troop movements. The NFL and its Players Union have an array of health programs designed to help former players in their life after football. According to his agent, Philip Adams did not avail himself of those opportunities. Adams played six seasons in the NFL. Authorities say he shot five people to death, including a prominent doctor, his wife, and their two grandchildren before killing himself early Thursday. Agent Scott Casterline told the Associated Press that Adams did not participate in the physical and mental health programs that are easily accessible for ex-players. Says Casterline, we encouraged him to explore all of his disability options and he wouldn't do it. President Joe Biden has released a 1.5 trillion wish list for inclusion in the federal budget. He's asking for substantial gains for education, health care, housing and environmental protection. But Republicans are complaining that there isn't more for the military and national defense. Friday's request, issued by the White House Office of Management and Budget, spells out Biden's top priorities as Congress weighs its spending plans for next year. It's the first financial outline of the Democrats' broader ambitions since the expiration of the 2011 law that capped discretionary spending. 
The administration says that law caused underinvestment in needed programs. Up. Coming up, West Virginia weighs income tax to stem population loss. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns right after this. My brothers, we gather here today for one true and all-holy purpose. The summoning of the great being. Give away your essence freely, brothers. Now, arise, arise. Yes, it's WMUL 88.1 FM. The greatest source of music, news, and sports the world has ever known. We are in debt to you. This is your Weedmeister 2000 string trimmer, cranking up to chow down on the crabgrass growing out of your driveway. This is the little chunks of rock and dirt flying everywhere like shrapnel, hitting your ankles, and sooner or later, hitting your eye. This is you calling yourself every name in the book for not wearing eye protection when working with a lawn tool, any lawn tool. And this is a message about safety from the American Optometric Association. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Abby Ayes. And I'm Bella Robinson. Transgender females in West Virginia would be banned from competing in female sports in middle and high schools and colleges under a bill that narrowly won state Senate approval Thursday. After 90 minutes of passionate debate, the Senate passed the bill on an 8 to 15 vote. It now heads back to the House of Delegates to address Senate changes with only a few days left in the regular legislative session. Senate Education Committee Chairwoman Patricia Rucker says the Senate bill is intended for the safety and protection of biological female athletes. Opponents have labeled it discriminatory and other reason for young people to leave the state. Republican West Virginia Governor Jim Justice will sign into law several bills on Friday, such as reducing taxes on arms and ammo manufacturing and establishing a new intermediate state court. At a bill signing ceremony, he will also sign a third bill that expands the use of telemedicine to all medical personnel. The bills were approved by lawmakers before the scheduled end of the day, end of the 60-day legislative session on Saturday. Court documents say a former employee of a West Virginia nonprofit organization has been accused of embezzling more than $4.7 million in federal funding. News outlets cited an affidavit filed in federal court in reporting that 68-year-old Ruth Mary Phillips of Chesapeake, Ohio, was charged Wednesday with stealing the funds from River Valley Child Development Services in Huntington. The nonprofit organization provides programs, services, and support to children and families. Court documents say Philip opened a bank account under the organization's name in 2002 without permission and converted funding to her personal account. It wasn't immediately clear if Phillips has an attorney. West Virginia is about to lose another congressional seat because of its steady population decline. Now, some Republican lawmakers are convinced a massive income tax cut is the key to enticing new residents into the Mountain State. But the party with a supermajority in the state house is divided on its top priority of cutting the state income tax. They are yet to figure out how to offset the cut without hurting the state's poorest or driving a massive hole through the state's budget. Re Republican Governor Jim Justice admitted defeat Friday after he said the House of Delegates won't take up the bill. Coming up next, UK mourns Prince Philip. 
leader honor his service to Queen. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. You two must be proud of Johnny. Oh, we sure are. Yeah, he's a great kid. So he's got a job at the dealership, right? No, no. Yes, he did. Oh, right, the dealership. You know, he just started uh, there. Actually, it's been about six weeks. <laughs> Has it been that long? And he graduates next year, right? Oh, no, no. He's still... Yes, he does, Tom. Sure, Johnny graduates next year. I thought you were talking about... Who, Tom? Need to get closer to your family? So, Larry, let's talk about your kids. Give your family everything. Give them your time. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Here we are, lookout point. Wow, Jim, the stars are so beautiful tonight. Hey, is that a UFO? The light, it's got me. Jim, Jim! Mary! What? Where am I? Greetings, Earthling. Aha, we require your help. We detected an unusual signal coming from your vehicular object. You must tell us what it is. Or else. Whoa, take it easy. I was just listening to WMUL. WMUL? Yeah, it's my favorite radio station. So that's what good radio sounds like. The rumors are true. Mission accomplished. We must report this to our queen. Goodbye, Earthling. Wait, what? Jim, are you okay? What was that? The truth, Mary. WMUL is out of this world. Welcome to Marshall University. We hope you enjoy your stay. But we know sometimes college students can get a little down. Introducing the cutting edge of all ailments, WMUL. Feeling homesick? No problem. WMUL will keep you company all day long, from our 6 a.m. morning shows until late night alternative. Tired of pinching pennies? Then WMUL is perfect for you. Marshall's very own radio station is 100% commercial free. We hope you enjoy our presentation, and don't forget to listen to 88.1 WMUL. Are you job hunting? With SelfCheck, you can check your employment eligibility records before your next employer does. So before you apply, check out USCIS.gov backslash SelfCheck. It's fast, it's easy, and it's free. SelfCheck gives you the confidence of knowing your government records are in order. Check out your employment eligibility today at USCIS.gov backslash SelfCheck. SelfCheck is a service of U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services and E-Verify. Welcome back to New Center 88, voted best news program by the National Broadcast Broadcasting Society. I'm Abby Ayes. And I'm Bella Robinson. A surge in virus cases and deaths is hitting all regions of the world. The increase in infections, hospitalizations, and deaths is happening even in countries where vaccination efforts are finally getting some momentum. That leaves even bleaker prospects for much of the world, where large-scale vaccination programs remain a more distant prospect. The World Health Organization said Friday that the activity is driven by a new viral variant and too many nations coming out of lockdown too soon. The dire situation is putting pressure on hospitals and prompting authorities to reimpose tougher restrictions in Pakistan, Turkey, and many other countries. The family of rapper DMX says he has died at age 50 after a career in which he delivered iconic hip-hop songs such as Rough Riders Anthem. A statement Friday from the family says that the Grammy-nominated rapper died at a hospital in White Plains, New York, with his family by his side after being placed on life support for the past few days, end quote. 
He was rushed to, the, to a New York hospital from his home April 2nd. The hospital says he suffered, quote, catastrophic cardiac arrest, end quote. DMX made his mark as one of hip-hop's most recognizable names for his rap artistry and as an actor, but he was personally stifled by legal battles and drug addiction. A West Virginia police chief says solving the fatal shooting of an 18-year-old high school student who played football and basketball is, quote, priority number one, end quote, for his department. Police told news outlets that Kelvin K.J. Taylor was gunned down Wednesday in Charleston. He had attended Capitol High School. Police Chief James Tyke Hunt called the shooting a, sen quote, senseless act, unquote, said he would pull out all stops to find out who was responsible. Hunt said he did not know Taylor, but from all reports, he was the teen was a good student who had never been in trouble. He urged anyone with information about the shooting to contact police. A Florida judge sentenced a 21-year-old man to 24 years in prison for killing an Ohio mother and her young daughter in a 2018 traffic crash. Hillsborough Circuit Judge Christopher Nash heard hours of testimony on Thursday before announcing the decision that sent Cameron Heron to prison. Heron's family members wept as sheriff deputies placed him in handcuffs after the hearing. Heron hit Jessica Resinger Robinold and her one-year-old daughter, Lilia, with the Mustang he'd received for his high school graduation two days earlier. They were visiting Tampa from Jeromesville, Ohio. World leaders and people on the street are honoring Prince Philip's life of service to Queen Elizabeth and the British nation. They reacted Friday to news of the death of a man who has been by the Queen's side longer than most of them have been alive. Members of the public laid daffodils at the gates of Buckingham Palace, and the flag was lowered to half-staff. The BBC interrupted programming to broadcast God Save the Queen. Prime Minister Boris Johnson says Philip, quote, earned the affection of generations here in Britain, across the Commonwealth and around the world, end quote. Prince Philip was known for his sharp wit and loyalty to the monarch. He married the future queen in 1947. Next, group to study more justices and term limits for Supreme Court. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns, right after this. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. So Marshall and North Carolina about 45 seconds away from tip-off here inside the Dean Dome. High atop the Liberty Bowl. Broadcasting from what we'll call affectionately the tool shed. As the kick is high and end over end, we're underway here at Lane Stadium. Welcome back to the Wallstein Center in downtown Cleveland, Ohio. Marshall women's basketball on the brain. WMUL FM Huntington. Would you believe that someone could go in for cancer treatment and end up infected with hepatitis C? I'm Evelyn McKnight, and that's what happened to me because a healthcare worker reused a syringe during my chemotherapy. This should never happen, but in fact, thousands of people have been exposed to serious infections because of unsafe injections. Don't let it happen to you. Learn what questions to ask your healthcare provider to protect your health or even save your life. To find out more, go to oneandonlycampaign.org. Do it today. You're listening to West Virginia's first public radio station. Public radio? What does that mean? No commercials. All I'm trying to say is maybe uh, no commercials is a good idea. Help build ratings. 
So crank up the commercial-free sound of WMUL FM 88.1, and we guarantee you won't hear one single commercial. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Abby Ace. And I'm Bella Robinson. New Jersey gambling regulators say the coronavirus outbreak sent profits plunging at Atlantic City casinos by more than 80% last year. But despite those dismal numbers, seven of the nine casinos still managed to eke out a profit in 2020. The State Division of Gambling Enforcement reported Friday that the nine casinos collectively po posted $117.50, well, $117.5 million in gross operating profits in 2020. Excuse me. That was down from nearly $594 million a year before, before the pandemic forced casinos to close for three and a half months and limited their operations even after reopening. Gross operations profit reflects earnings before interest, taxes, deprecation, and other expenses. Lawyers for the man who tried to assassinate President Ronald Reagan says he plans to ask a federal court to allow him to live without conditions in the Virginia home he's currently residing in with his mother and brother. John Hinckley's lawyer stated in a court filing Thursday that he wants to schedule a hearing for unconditional release. Experts who've assessed Hinckley's say, say he poses a little risk to himself or others. The filing doesn't indicate exactly what unconditional releases would mean for Hinckley. The 65-year-old has been living under increasingly fewer restrictions in a gated community in Williamsburg. Hinckley was 25 when he shot and wounded Reagan in 1981. Nine Texans have sued Attorney General Ken Paxton, claiming he blocked them on Twitter for criticizing him or his policies and comments responding to his tweets. The federal lawsuit filed Thursday asks a judge to declare Paxton's actions unconstitutional and require him to unblock the plaintiffs. The Dallas Morning News reports the lawsuit is the latest legal challenge to public officials who block constituents on social media. Paxton is also facing a whistleblower lawsuit by former employees who allege were fired after accusing him of abusing his power to help a campaign donor. Paxton did not respond to the newspaper's request for comment. Police in Northern Ireland deployed water cannons for the first time in six years as they tried to disperse protesters who hurled stones, fireworks, and gasoline-filled bottles at officers during another night of violence in Belfast. The violence erupted last week as anger over COVID-19 restrictions and post-Brexit trade rules fueled tensions between the Protestant and Catholic communities in Northern Ireland. While the crowds appeared somewhat smaller Thursday, police said another 19 officers were injured, bringing the total over the past week to 74. President Joe Biden has ordered a study of adding seats to the Supreme Court, creating a commission that will spend the next 180 days examining the incendiary po political issues of expanding the court and instituting term limits for its justices. In launching the review, Biden fulfilled a campaign promise that came amid pressure from activists and Democrats to reshape the Supreme Court after its composition moved sharply to the right during President Donald Trump's term. Trump added three justices to the high court, including, including conservative justice Amy Coney Barrett, who was confirmed to replace liberal justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg just days before the last year's presidential election. Coming up, Bradley Wells will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Christian Palmer, Palmer will be in with the FM88 Sports Report. Stay with us. 
school students from around the world come to spend a semester or year in area schools. Your family can learn about Germany, China, Finland, or another country by hosting a student. International Experience is a nonprofit that facilitates international exchange, and they invite you to share your home with a student who will become a part of your family. To learn more, contact International Experience at 888-266-2921. That's 888-266-2921, or visit ie-usa.com. 888-266-2921. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the WMUL request line singer. Oh, man, we're out of range. I'll miss all of my favorite music. No worries. With WMUL's 24-7 live stream, the cutting edge of your radio dial becomes the cutting edge of your phone, too. Just go to marshall.edu slash WMUL, and your favorite music goes wherever you do. I'll pull it up now, just in time for more music. Call 696-6651 now. DJs are standing by. And welcome back to New Center 88. I am Bradley Wells. It is now time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. After last night's light show from Mother Nature, today turned out to be quite nice. Thanks to more sunshine and last night's rain, we were a bit more muggy than we have been for the past uh, couple of days. Uh, but with uh, partly sunny skies, they helped us push our afternoon temps all the way up to 79 degrees. Thanks to a lazy low pressure system, however, off to our west, we will see unsettled pattern for the re- at least one more day. For tonight, we will see clouds increase and humidity levels will continue to rise. Rain chances should hold off until the early morning hours, overnight low 56. Saturday will be a mixed bag of sorts as we start mild with increasing clouds. uh, Showers will make their way into our area along a cold front advancing from the west with some scattered thunderstorms with gusty winds expected by Saturday afternoon. Saturday high 79. Saturday evening will see widespread rain with some scattered thunderstorms that will last until Sunday morning overnight low 52. We'll clear out in time for Sunday afternoon with decreasing humidity levels and gusty southwest winds will help keep us mild with afternoon highs topping out in the 70s. Winds will diminish as we move into the overnight Sunday hours and still mild with an overnight low 53. Once we get past the weekend unsettled weather we will be dry for the first half of next week and slightly cooler. Monday looks to return us back to the dry and seasonal highs we've had last week with highs in the mid 70s low 51. For today's weather and history, we look back to a year that saw a very active April 9th. Back in 1947, Tornado Alley saw an aggressive twister develop in the late evening hours. The tornado stretched across the Midwest for 221 miles, from Texas to Kansas, traveling at 68 miles an hour. The estimated EF4 twister went on to kill a total of 167 people across three states including another 900, er, injuring another 980 and causing a, over $118 million in damage when adjusted for inflation. The tornado was so powerful, a couple in Glazer, Texas, were sucked up, carried, and thrown by the twister, ending up three miles apart from each other. At least for the time being, our severe weather risk remains low, but it is good to remember April weather can turn active. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it is a beautiful, sunny 79 degrees. That is your Metro Huntington weather forecast for the new Center 88 team. I am Bradley Wells. Thanks, Bradley. Now, Christian Palmer joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report. Thanks, guys. Starting in Marshall Sports News, there are three games being played by Marshall Athletics today, and we will have all three of them for you on the air here at WMUL. Marshall's softball team is playing a doubleheader today in Tennessee against the Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders. Game 1 started at 4 o'clock and is currently on Stream 1. 
After Game 1 concludes, there will be a short break in action, then right back into Game 2 coverage. Scott Hall will have the call for both of those games. The other remaining game on today's broadcast schedule here at WMUL is a women's soccer match that is also against Middle Tennessee State. Pre-game coverage starts at 545 and that game will be located on Stream 2. Justin Zimmer will have the call for that matchup. In MLB news, last year's National League Cy Young Award winner Trevor Bauer is being investigated by the MLB for potential cheating. Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer is under investigation by Major League Baseball as a result of suspicious substances found on baseballs from his last start. According to Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic, umpires in Bauer's last start collected multiple balls he threw during the game and sent them to the league office for further inspection. The balls reportedly had visible markings and were sticky. This comes after Bauer's recent start against the Oakland Athletics on Wednesday where he struck out 10 batters and allowed just two runs and three hits in six and two-thirds innings. In his first start of the season for the Dodgers, Bauer took a no-hitter into the seventh inning against the Colorado Rockies. This action by Major League Baseball comes after the league sent out a memo this offseason saying it would step up monitoring and enforcement against pitchers using foreign substances on baseballs. The memo indicated MLB will use StatCast data to analyze change in spin rate from pitchers. Bauer criticized this approach at the time, saying pitchers won't selectively use foreign substances. In NBA news, Golden State Warriors president Rick Welts announced he will retire after this season concludes. Welts is stepping away after 46 seasons in the NBA. In other NBA news, the Miami Heat's newly acquired guard Victor Oladipo suffered an apparent knee injury during last night's game against the Los Angeles Lakers. Oladipo was ruled out of the remainder of the game after suffering this injury on a dunk in the fourth quarter. Oladipo had 18 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 steals in 25 minutes of play before exiting late in the fourth quarter. The Heat would go on to win the game, but it is unknown how long they will be without Oladipo's services. In NCAA news, college basketball referee Burt Smith said he was treated for a blood clot in his lungs after collapsing on the court during an Elite Eight game between Gonzaga and USC in the NCAA tournament. Smith told Greg Doyle of the Indianapolis Star in an interview released today that he does not remember the March 30th fall or the immediate aftermath. He recalls the sequence of plays before and then regaining consciousness while being surrounded by medical personnel after. He spent two days in the hospital on blood thinners and was discharged after the clot was eliminated. Smith said the fact that his fall came in a crowded environment with medical workers already on scene may have saved his life. Smith has returned home to his family in Kentucky and plans on returning to the court for the 2021-2022 season. That will do it for the FM88 Sports Report. For the FM88 Sports Team, I'm Christian Palmer. When we return on New Center 88, no one...
Southwest Missouri town voted on Tuesday. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. Freedom of, freedom, of speech means freedom of speech means freedom to say, I don't like the cafeteria food. I'm pro-choice. I'm bipolar. I want change in my government. The freedom to say, I'm Republican and I'm gay. As, as long, long as, as it's, it's not hurting, hurting anyone, anyone. Whatever I say. Whatever I say. I have the freedom. I have the freedom to say it. I have the freedom to say it. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, Robert R. McCormick Foundation, and this station. And finally, today on New Center 88, most local elections in April attract low voter turnout, but the small southwest Missouri town of La Russell set a new low when not one of the town's 70 residents voted in Tuesday's election. Jasper County Clerk Charlie Davis says his office checked several times to confirm that no ballots were cast. La Russell voters have to have to travel seven miles to Sarcoxy to vote. The main issue was whether La Russell should annex itself into the Avila Fire Protection District. Avila Fire officials say they'll put fi provide fire protection for La Russell until the issue can be put on a future ballot. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Alex Jackson, Christian Palmer, Bradley Wells, Nick Berzellini, and the entire New Center 88 team, I'm Abby Ayes. And your thought of the day is, quote, the mind without passions is a fortress. No place is more secure, end quote, by Marcus Aurelius.